Welcome to the Hood Buddha Podcast. In today's session, session two, we are going to be answering the question, are you allowed to be weak? When you are a strong person, you are strong, inspiring, motivating, you're the person that's always there for somebody, and you're always tough, and you always got it together. Are you allowed to be weak? We'll be covering this in today's session. If this ain't for you, you know what to do. Cut this shit off right now. But if it is for you, sit down. Session two start now. Let's get it. Turn up in your hustle and your life gon' get much better. A real bumps turn all his L's to a blessing. Like steady sending signs, but you never read the message. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hood Buddha Podcast. And in session two today, we're gonna be answering the question Are you allowed to be weak? If you're a strong person, are you allowed to be weak? Um, I personally feel like this is something that needs to be addressed for any and everybody across the board, whether you're young, old, black, white, um, male or female. I think this is an important question that, you know, throughout the community, like I say, all across the board needs to be answered. If you are a person that everybody comes to in a time of need, whether it's to uplift, to be strong in areas they are not strong, are you allowed to be weak? What about if you're someone that's always inspiring, motivating, uplifting, and being positive when other people cannot? Are you allowed to be weak? What if you are a man and all your life you was told to be tough and that you shouldn't cry because men don't cry? Are you allowed to be weak? What if all your life you grew up and you were never loved properly? So now you're at the point you told yourself you're scared to be vulnerable and to be open. And a feel, are you someone that's allowed, that's allowed to be weak? Today, I want to address this because, again, I feel like, I personally feel like I am one of these people, right? I feel like I am a true empath. So I feel, I feel the weight of people's problems. Like it's, it's like a sponge. It's like I absorb it as if it's my own. And I, I inherit burdens, especially of people that I love, because I'm a true empath. Like I said, I feel burdens of, of people and I inherit to them as if it's my own. Right. So I got the constant need and the constant word to feel like I need to be strong. I got to be strong. I got to be the one positive. I got to be the one motivating. I got to give tough love and I can't ask for help or, you know, I got to keep it together all the time. And I don't need that. Man, that is like the worst thing that we possibly could tell ourselves. Because if you are one of these people that's always strong and always being there for somebody, the only way you possibly could effectively be there for somebody by being strong is to actually be weak. Because to, for you to get to the point that you're strong, you had to grow from being weak, right? The strongest people are strong because they was able to get through all their weakest moments. And that is the experience we transfer to other people. But I think it's highly mistaken that we are supposed to always be strong and we're not. I'm going to say this again. The strongest people can only be strong by getting through their weakest moments. But I want you to understand me. I said get through, not get around. It's no avoiding being weak is no avoiding acknowledging those weak and vulnerable moments and things that you should acknowledge. Again, I'm somebody that takes everybody problems and inherited myself. 
But at what point do you allow yourself to feel, heal, understand, to cry, to be sad or whatever it is? Are you allowed to do that? I wanted to talk about this because this past this past Friday was the 19 year death anniversary of my daddy, right? If you know me, you know my dad passed, but I don't think too many people know in detail or what really happened. Um so like I said this past Friday, March 29th was 19 years it's been since my daddy died. But straight off the bat I'm 28 years old. I feel like I haven't had him for 28 years because even when he was here, we had no relationship. And now that he's gone, there's no memories of him. I don't understand. I don't know how he talked, walked. I don't know how he thought. I don't know how he laughed. I don't know how he smiled. I, I don't know nothing about him. But what I do know is that I lost the person that put me here under any circumstance. Right. So it hit me, for whatever reason, I had like one of the weakest moments, most vulnerable moments of my 28 years of living. I haven't cried so much over my daddy this past Friday like I did ever. And it, and it hit me because what I, what I was trying to ask myself is, how do you heal from not only being able to not say goodbye to somebody, but not being able to ever say hello. And again, I brought this topic up because of that day because I really feel like I am one of those people and I'm, I'm really somebody that could give you an answer to anything, right? But I have no answer for that. St still, even am I in front of y'all today talking to y'all, I have no answer of how are you supposed to heal from not just not being able to say goodbye, but never being able to say hello. I'm going to give you a story about what happened 19 years ago, right? Essentially, this was 19 years ago. So I was seven years old when, when my daddy died, right? I want to go to the year before that. The year before my my daddy passed, I lost two uncles and my grandfather, all on my mama's side. One year, I lost two uncles and my grandfather on my mama's side. Even though that was only three males, that was like 80% of the family I had left. Kid you not. More importantly, it was like 95% of the male figures I had around me. So those three people passed, right? I remember in detail every each and every one of them the day that they passed, right? But I'm gonna tell y'all about when my uncle died. So my uncle, my uncle was my auntie, which is my mama's sister husband, right? He passed, and my auntie had two kids for him, right? Which is my first cousins. So when he passed, my auntie lost her husband. And my cousins lost their daddy, right? I remember I was seven years old. I was like in second grade for whatever reason. For whatever reason, my my mama was at school. I don't know if it was for like a, a talent show or whatever. Whatever she was at school, right? And all the parents was. So we was outside and I was just, you know, talking to students, whatever. And I see my mama next to this pole and her phone on the ground and her hands up and she yelling and crying. And I thought she hit the pole. 
And all I remember is her leaving and she asking one of my friends, mom, like, can you know, can they watch me for the rest of the day? But I remember that cry. I remember that yell. I remember that. You know, come to find out that was when she found out that my, my uncle had passed, right? From a, a 18-wheeler accident. He had passed because of that. I brought that story up because when my daddy died a year later, right? I do not remember feeling anything. I know I didn't feel nothing. I I, I felt no sadness. I really felt a complete emptiness because it was like a stranger died, right? But I knew he was my daddy. But when he died, I felt nothing. But what I do remember, like it was yesterday, at the moment my mama found out. This was, again, I was seven years old. Uh, we was living in a two-bedroom apartment. One, one, one bathroom. It was, you know, my mama, my stepdaddy, and my little sister, right? So, we was me and my little sister was downstairs, and my mama upstairs, and all I heard was that yell and that cry. That's the only thing I heard, and I knew immediately somebody died. I kid you not, I'm only seven years old, and I remember this story like I, that's the only thing I felt. Was when I heard her, when I heard that same yell, I heard from when my uncle died. I knew somebody died. She she dropped off my little sister at one of her friends' house, and then we drove to a hospital. She didn't tell me what was going on until we got out the car at the hospital, and she was like, "Before we go in here, I want you to know that we here because your daddy died." And that's what I remember. I, it's so crazy because. Some some like that how how bad it traumatized me is still affecting me today because it's like, man, every time somebody called me more than twice or, or or once, I immediately think somebody died. Because I literally lost four male figures in a span of two years. Four. Like crazy. And I brought this up to say because even though in that moment when my daddy died, I ain't feel nothing, I cry more and more every year as I get older. And it's just so crazy because it's like, man, you would think, okay, you say you lost a stranger, you know, then what is so sad? Okay, that's that's quite understandable, right? Then you would say, okay, well, it's been 20 years almost. You would think that you're gradually getting better, right? Understandable. But like I said, I haven't cried more over him. In the last 20 years than I did this past Friday. And it's like each and every year it gets worse. And I came to this in the midst of that moment. In the midst of that me being vulnerable, weak, open, however you want to put it. I came to realize it's because I actually haven't addressed what the real issue is. I haven't addressed me being weak in them moments. I never grieved over the loss of my daddy ever. And it's been 20 years. I'm 28 years old. I haven't grieved over the loss of my daddy. It's like when my daddy died, I, my life moved on as if he never existed. And as I got older, it's like I started finding out more about him. I started seeing the relations. I started seeing the likeness of us. I started getting closer to my siblings. I started getting close to his family. And it's like the pain started growing. 
from like a little PC to when he first died and I felt nothing. And as the older I got, that motherfucker started taking over. And that's just like the perfect perfect example for me. Uh, When you are the strong person, it's best to understand that you are allowed to be weak. You are allowed to feel. You are allowed to be open. You are allowed to cry. You are allowed to be you're allowed to ask for help. You are allowed to have weak moments. You are allowed to be vulnerable. You are allowed to feel. If you are a true strong person, understand that you can't help nobody unless you get through them weak moments. Unless you address them weak moments. Unless you feel them weak feelings. You can't help nobody because you ain't helping yourself. And the longer you try to act like you tough and the longer you try to act like everything all right when it's not. And the longer you try to ignore them feelings, it's just going to build up, build up, build up. And when it do come out, because it's going to come out, when it do come out, it's going to explode and you're not going to be able to control it. And then you doomed. Strong people, we are allowed to be weak. We are allowed to feel. We are allowed to cry. Men, we are allowed to be weak. We are allowed to ask for help. We are allowed to be vulnerable. We are allowed to be loved. Whoever you are, you are allowed to be loved. You are allowed to be open. You are allowed to be yourself. But stop thinking in order for you to be strong, you can't be weak. Because the truth of the matter is, no matter how tough you act like you are without thinking that you can't be weak, you are truly weakening yourself by telling yourself you can't be weak. I want y'all to understand that. I want y'all to really, really hit me out when I say that it's okay to be weak. It's okay to be open. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be down. It's okay to have your moments. But just know it's a stepping stool for you to actually truly be strong. Not just to say you're okay. Not just to say you're strong. But to truly be strong. It's okay for you to be weak. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to session two of the Hub Buddha podcast. If you liked or learned something from this session, please like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Again, I want to thank y'all for being here. I'm your host, BP. Peace, love, and blessings. Stay strong, love. Million dollar dreams with no silly. Niggas always praise like they really living in a pit. But anyway, let's get back to this cheddar. Turn up